All right, guys. Welcome into the Fourth and Four podcast. We're back again. Uh, I'm your host, Chip, with my co-hosts, Patrick, Rob, back with us again. And today we've got our new guest. We mentioned you might see him on the last episode. We've got Shaw here for you. Shaw, say hello. Yo, 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 yo. Shaw is a Patriots fan. All right. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Right, exactly. Boo. Shout out, Patrick. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Dang. You know, it just happens when I hear Patriots. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Brian Dawkins didn't ring, win that ring, Oof. Patrick. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm going to cry now. All right. I'm just going to go cry now. But that's all right. I have something over the other two lovely hosts in here, Chip and Rob. Took your don't, best player. Don't but say we'll get it. into that. Don't. I'm muting you, Patrick. All right. So now that Patrick's hey, muted, he can't hear us. Um, what a scumbag, right? Yeah. I mean, he's I don't an think Eagles that... fan. What do you expect? Oh, I, I didn't actually. I don't... The mute button didn't work that way. I don't think it? that mute. Um, <laughs> I don't think that mute is what you think it is. <laughs> All right. Well, we got some really spicy Patrick, segments today. We've got. You <laughs> would fit in. So well, we, with Eagles fans in Philadelphia, would. you can just you know migrate back up there. The, throw exactly, back babies, climb up. They kind of got to punch a police horse. Just like you're Philly right. fans, ride no one likes win, us. Ride we don't if you care. Lose. Because y'all are hated. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I mean, what is life if you can't just you know? Crying complaint about everything. Though, I don't know if the riots are an improvement in Philly or not. Uh, they're True. they're really not in Camden, um, New Jersey. So just take it over to the other side of the Delaware, and you know, it, it would be some areas of Philly. Are I do nice. want to go to Philly. We, uh, I like do want to go to said, Philly, fellas. Let's all go to Philly for road the game. trip. With uh, road trip. I would love Eagles that. Yeah, I'm so I was down. looking up. I was looking up a list of the most walkable cities in the United States, and Philadelphia was top five on that list. So I am definitely down because I don't want to rent a car. Yeah, the cobblestone. Yeah, as in like you don't, as in you don't need to like rent a car to like see the city. Yeah, but are you safe? (laughs) Are you safe? Where you go? I guess not. Not if you have a toddler and the and the enemy has Bud Light. Well, if you're wearing an Eagles jersey, you're probably okay. That's true. It's or just if you're like camouflage. If you're on a horse, it is, it is the yeah, worst city. Yeah, camouflage for... All right, all right, all right. Worst city. We got to keep on moving. Uh, <laughs> we've got our news segment coming up. We're going to talk about some crazy uh, stuff that went down during the draft um, <laughs> that are near and dear to our hearts as Titans fans and Eagles fans. Um, we're going to go through biggest reaches, biggest steals of the draft. That's going to be a lot of fun, talking about our way-too-early Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year picks. And then we are going to wrap it up uh, with the Rookie Wide Receiver Fantasy Rankings. Moving forward, our top six rookie wide receivers in redraft uh, for this uh, upcoming fantasy football year. Uh, but guys, we, we talked about it. Patrick, sir, you have something that used to belong to us. Um, you want to, and and it hurts. The Titans, uh, hey, did not. Uh, you know, we elected to trade away AJ Brown, and 
uh, traded him to the Eagles, which was probably, in my mind, the worst possible destination. I mean, great for him and great for football in general, but as for me, he got the, bag, the worst possible and that's destination. What he, wanted. He, he absolutely he got, did. I mean, he secured the bag, but and I'm why, happy for him why for that. Philly? But. Well, this. Yeah, I I don't see him doing too well in Well, Philly, this is just. I, um, to be honest. I, I mean. I think he'll be about as solid as an Alshon Jeffrey was. It's not necessarily, I mean, his stats may not be what they were in Tennessee. They may, they may be around the same because Philly does spread the ball out quite a bit. And, uh, and with Devontae yeah, they'll, Smith they'll there, design, they'll design plays for I mean, Sirianni and Philly's uh, offensive philosophy is just to design random gadget plays for someone you've never heard of. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And, you know, sometimes they work. Shaw, what do you sometimes think? Sometimes they work, like in the Super Bowl. Um, but sometimes yeah. they just, I, I mean, it's like, why don't you just throw a slant to AJ or something like that and let him take it to the house. But we have AJ now. So I was yeah. going to, yeah, I was going to yeah. interject on that motion whenever Robbie jumped in talking about Devontae Smith. Because, honestly, this is probably one of the best pairings in football, if you think about it. Um, they're looking to get, you know, just a slant guy, someone who can take away the short game with A.J. Brown. But what he's done is he's, like, proved he's an outside threat. And one that you have to put a safety over the top to cover him, as well as someone in man coverage, mm-hmm. or at least someone, like, maintaining him while in, in the zone, you know? And oh, absolutely. And shut him down. Yeah. So whenever you throw in someone like Devontae Smith, uh, all these speedy guys they have, it's going to be really lethal. It, especially with the fact that they do a, so much of the run-pass option with Jalen Hurts, and he's not going to have to hold the ball so long and get too many ineligible receiver down the field penalties. Because I can tell you how many times they did that last season. It just season. seems like... Yeah, just the only yeah. thing that uh, sticks on my head about it, and this is probably the last thing I'm going to add on it, is that no matter how great they are on the outside, because, you know, like I said, the safety is going to have to be back there making sure AJ doesn't go crazy, and as well as with Devontae, mm-hmm. because Devontae's proved, man, he can go all the way down there if he wants and just take, like, literally annihilate safeties. Um, yeah. The inside game's going to be ridiculous on passing, but the whole main point of this is they're only going to get as far as that offensive line lets them, because they're yeah, not going to be able so to true. hit them deep. If the offensive line mm-hmm. isn't holding it, so the question is: is how long is yeah. he going to hold up? For her? Yeah, to me, so this, this is, is like well. All right, so Kelsey's still coming off another fantastic season. Um, you know, it, we'll we'll just see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like with AJ, it seems with a point that uh, Shaw and Patrick both made is it just seems like they're going to be using AJ mostly as a blocker. Or to draw the double team and then just let uh, Smith, you know, and whoever else they have. Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal. Name another one. But boy, those are not my yeah. words. So <laughs> I, I mean, 
I think Rob might be hearing yeah. what Shaw's not actually saying. It just doesn't seem like AJ's going to be utilized to his best. Yeah, position. like, I mean, to me, no, AJ's gonna be I want to be clear. Tomorrow. When I said that why Philly, it would, that's, a, that's a personal thing. Like, I personally <laughs> am sad that he is in Philly of all teams. But for AJ, to me, this is, as well as at least this is a lateral move, okay? Like, he's he went from one run-heavy scheme to another run-heavy scheme. Okay, he's the same player he was two years ago you know injuries are kind of a concern but Devonta Smith is not a wide receiver one like archetype physically that you see normally AJ is okay oh, yeah. and I think that that's going to be huge for that's I think it's going to be huge for Hertz um and I think that they're going to be a very good football team uh, as much as I hate to say it I think that the Titans you know if our gamble on offense pays off um I think it'll be a pretty good game this year so I'm excited about that That game is yes, in it's in Philly. Philly. Yeah, it is, it's in Philly, which are, which is why we're talking, you know, road trip for sure. Um, he's not going to be yeah, a run blocker, though, Rob. He's he's a legitimate number one guy. Like he's like, of course, he's going to run block. If you don't run block, you don't get the rock. Yeah, <laughs> that's just just how it goes. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Um, he's he's a monster. I'm not saying he's I'm only going to run block. I just well, feel like he's going to end up doing a lot of it. Yeah, he's going to do a lot of winning one on ones too. Mm-hmm. He's going to do a lot of that. If they keep that run-heavy scheme, like, I think that, I I think that if anything, like, acquiring AJ is their ticket to not having to have a run-heavy scheme, you know, because they they want to have Miles Sanders. They want to have Miles Sanders to be their feature guy, but his body says, "Mm, no. So, uh, I think that they would like to throw the ball a lot more, but... With Greg Ward as their like wide receiver too, yeah, like, I don't think that that was gonna happen uh, as don't well hate. as it would have liked. And Hertz is not Hertz is not a. <laughs> I'll, I'll hate on Greg Ward. Don't all I want hate to. on Greg Ward. He was a <laughs> fine wide receiver five on most other right. teams. You're right. Uh, moving on, we can get over. Maybe <laughs> Philly can now get over the albatross that is Jalen Rager. Ugh. Right, right. <laughs> Jesus, stop. Stop. I love... All I was going to say is I just want to add on that. Uh, one last thing. <laughs> Cue the clown noise. Leave Rager alone, man. He's going to pop off. Rager? He's going to suck. Okay. Oh, Sean, this is why I'm excited to have you here uh, because you have opinions Instagram like this. You... <laughs> no, it's just where. He did the oh, Rager man. was like going off on somebody on Twitter. Oh, I can't gosh. remember who it was. Stop making fun of me. He was like calling like. Just you wait, bro. He's like, I bet you wouldn't say that to my face. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, because you'd beat the crap out of me. Well, <laughs> gosh. So because of AJ yeah, that's Brown, what the though, dude says. Yeah, getting rid of like, but not getting rid of Ragor, but not have to, you know, care about him. As no, you can yeah. be a return guy. Uh, they don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to depend. I think a better word than like rely, like you know, what you guys were saying about the run game. I think a better word to describe it is you don't have to depend. Yeah, on that's it. a good word the for it. The run game can yeah. still, you know, can still be elite. The run game can still annihilate and do crazy shit, make you load the box, mm-hmm. and then make you, you know, not have as many people in the backfield covering your guys who are, you know, AJ Brown, Devontae Smiths, you know, like those guys who are going to torch you. So it really makes the defense like choose either option A get burnt by the ground or option B get burnt by the air. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting in Philly, and they got something really good cooking over there. Yeah, and but, they're uh, in a t- that offensive line they're... makes or breaks it. And the division, he's a cake. Yeah, who's who's there? The cow. Ca- I do. I don't know if you heard though, Patrick. 
this year is the Cowboys' year. Okay. So I'm sorry that uh, I'm sorry that you guys went out and wasted all this money on AJ because the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. So that's that's what Cowboys fans are saying, at least. Um, we are commanders. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. All right. So AJ, the AJ Brown trade was not the only trade that went down, though. Uh, the Ravens ended up trading away. Uh, a, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals for their uh, number one pick, and or for the Cardinals number one pick, uh, <laughs> and that really I think that makes the Cardinals a lot better, and it and it makes sense because I was actually uh, doing some research on this because it seemed like it came out of nowhere, but actually Hollywood had requested a trade I think a couple weeks uh, before this actually happened. Um, it was just kind of. Uh, lo- a little bit low key, and like he, I think he wanted to be with Kyler. You know, we're kind of seeing these wide receivers, like, you know, go with their friends, calling up their college. old buddy. Yeah, exactly. Devonte Adams, like you know, with Carr and Derek uh, Carr. Yeah, uh, yep. exactly. So, and, and AJ and Hertz, you know, they Hertz was at AJ's uh, daughter's birthday party. Like, you don't just invite like potential QBs of your future to your daughter's birthday party. So yeah, they clearly were they were, you know, chumming mm-hmm. mm-hmm. up. A week so. or two ago, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I think that that definitely shakes that up. And thank God uh, that the Cardinals did that because now D-Hop is uh, suspended. But what what do you guys think that this means for the Ravens offense? So no. it's not one-dimensional anymore. Um, you have... Lamar Jackson, who's, you know, always able, like, it literally is the main thing defensive scheme around. It's not his arm. It's not how fast he is. It's literally a combination of everything that makes him so lethal. Is he can he can torch you deep, and he can also run around and just yeah literally drop every single NFL player and make them look like they're in middle school. Yeah. So whenever you take away someone who had all that speed for him to throw deep to, Man, it, it's almost because scary, Bateman doesn't have that speed. Just, just the yeah, way they he's he's a big hey, body. They got, they got Devin Duvernay for that. Yeah. Uh, right, Rob? Yeah, Duvernay's fast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and they they do have a good connection. I had Duvernay last year on fantasy, and for like a receiver three, he actually has some. He was better in our league because our league uh, has. So I think they're gonna keep yeah, using yeah. that this year. Our league has like the return points. You get points for kickoff returns. So Duvernay did. He definitely had some production there. That's what I'm saying. Is yeah, he is a good return man too. So for fantasy, he's probably yeah. Well, but I still think I kind of said that in a weird way. But um, what I meant by that is basically you know, said it kind of backwards that they are one. Yeah, yeah. Now that they've and Lamar, I I agree. He was able to run around, have Hollywood go deep, and take the top off the defense. But um, now I'm like looking around. I'm like, I know they like replaced him a little bit in the draft, but it's just that skill set you lose, man. Uh-huh. And Lamar's I don't know if tweet. Did you see there. that? It was just WTF. He was pissed. He was pissed. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that's what happens. This when the quarterback w- loses his guy. Also, man. he was his boy happy. too. They were both South Florida guys as well, and mm-hmm. they grew up together. I mean. Yeah. yeah. All I know is I'm definitely I'm they're, drafting they, Mark I don't Anderson know if they, fantasy they played together. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm grabbing Mark Andrews in fantasy. Yeah, so losing him's a big deal. Yeah. Um, Cardinals 
they're gonna, they're gonna do fantastic. Oh, he's he makes the, he's such a good addition to that team. Just for the Ravens, man, mm-hmm. they they lost a guy. Yeah, yeah, they lost a guy, man. I don't I don't know if they're gonna replace him or not. Um, Lamar is able to make magic, man. So I'm not gonna put it past him. Just losing that speed on the outside, man. That's all I'm about when it comes to receivers and stuff oh, yeah. nowadays. Just the Tyree kills of the world. I mean, they show you. Like, you don't have to be ripped. You don't have to be the DK Metcalf of the yeah. world. Just if you can run by yeah. the guy, catch the ball. I mean, you, you yep. you're pretty good, man. Yeah. And when you got someone like Lamar Jackson, who's just snapping your it, defense. <laughs> no, the Ravens receivers are going to be, um, well, at least when they play the Steelers, it's going to be their defensive backs. Yeah. yeah. I, I hate to say this, Rob, but. Yeah. But this <laughs> Kyler is going to be incredible this year. Like he's, I, you know, unless they have another, uh, like you know, hit a wall week eight, week nine, and drop off. I mean, Kyler did get injured, so that makes sense. But like having D Hop when he comes back from suspension, having Hollywood, having um, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, shoot. James Connor, AJ Green, AJ Green, is still there. yeah, he's still um, there. Ageless wonder. He's old, and but but. Kenyon Drake, yeah, AJ he Green is. Still but there. he resigned, yeah. Uh, and then they have they have, they have one more. Um, oh, uh, Andy is Andy Isabella, I think. Andy his Isabella. Do yeah. they still have? And Ertz, yeah, they have Ertz. I was trying to think of the tight end. Yeah, Ertz. Yeah, they still. Have uh, so Ertz. I think Kyler's going to be set up. Um, yeah. So I think their Cardinals are much better. They lost. Um, who was it? They lost to the Jags. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Christian yeah. Kirk, yep. So that's, but, you know, I mean, Marquise Hollywood Brown, greater sign, Christian Kirk. Yep. End of story. Um, yeah, that's going to be, yeah. that's a, an absolute yeah, win definitely. for the Cardinals, for sure. But yeah, they'll have to wait. I think they're back to being contention, yeah. They'll have to I wait think until I think they're back to being in contention, for though, for the. Though. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Did he, did he like, was it? Did you read into that at all, Patrick? Oh, I, I saw it. So this was, um, this, it was six weeks. Six um, weeks, So right? I saw, uh, it was, it ended up being a crazy online rumor, actually, about what he tested positive for. It was something like uh, three different types of banned substances, including a uh, low-grade Holy. beaver tranquilizer. But that ended up <laughs> what? No, okay i believed it for a second which i guess is you know shows my gullibility but that was um actually right. that actually ended up being a quote from dodgeball <laughs> and i don't i don't know how it, patrick it patrick search history is a uh, beaver tranquilizer ped like <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me i just started thinking i was like why beaver why not badger yeah. or you know something else i don't know Anyway, that's great. Yeah, so <laughs> All right. that's huge news. Well, let's let's move on real quick. Yeah, let let's move on to the biggest reaches uh, and the biggest steals of the draft. Let's go through reaches first. I'll go first. Uh, my biggest reach of the draft. Uh, we had some of the same ones, and you know, I, I wanted to make sure I had my own there. Um, but I I said John. Uh, is it is it Mechie? Yeah, is that how you pronounce it? Mechi. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. Someone, someone said Michi, and it made me question everything. But I, I'm just gonna stick with Mechi. I've heard it pronounced yeah. a couple different ways. Yeah, but he's an Alabama uh, receiver. He's I'm the other Michi. one. Uh, <laughs> but he went in the second round, 44th overall uh, to the Houston Texans. And you know he's a good player, and I'm not. This is nothing against John Mechi. It kind of is, but 
but it's really, um, to me, it's more the fact that they traded up to get him and traded up to get him when George Pickens, Sky Moore, and Tyquan Thornton were still on the board. You know, so he's a good player, but he, like, where's the upside? And there's also the injury concern uh, with the ACL tear that he uh, is currently recovering from, which, I mean, we could say the same thing about Jameson, but we can all agree that Jameson's a better wide receiver than Mechie. Yeah, well, I agree on that one. Yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. Uh, that's, that's uh, Yeah, that's definitely a reach. Yeah. We'll just go in order here. Patrick, what do you... Uh, so, uh, my let's, reach... Let's see yours. Okay. I, I really like your reach Okay, here. so my reach here... Uh, I'm I'm picking on Belichick with this one. It was... It's Cole <laughs> Strange, the guard from Chattanooga. I have... I'll accept, I'll accept all the applause. The studio audience loves it. The studio audience loves it. Uh, I, there's nothing wrong with Cole Strange. There's nothing wrong with Chattanooga. Um, especially not us being from Tennessee here. Uh, but... And he is a good guard. He's six foot five, three oh seven. I mean, he is the prototypical type of player that Bill Belichick falls in love with. But the thing was, first round, twenty mm. ninth, you could have gotten him on ninety ninth. Like they could have gotten him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's there's more that the Patriots could have had um, there. Did you see the clip of uh, Sean McVay when Cole Strange got oh, picked? Oh yeah, he just died. He was like, what? He was like, wow, and we wasted time looking at him at 103 or something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ex- exactly why that, that is a reach. Now, doesn't mean he's going to suck or anything like that. I just I could have had him a, could have had him a lot further back. Oh, absolutely. What do you think about that show, Cole Strange, as a, as a Patrick's reach? Um, so I wasn't really watching the draft live, so I, I just, you know, clicked back to it, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> was, uh... That's worthy. Was, Th- no, that's worthy. Yeah, sorry, man. I thought... I was, I, was, I was looking... I was looking... I was looking forward to picking up someone big, man. Yep. Uh, just literally any of the big names that were left, I mean, um, none of the quarterbacks, of course, but man, I mean, there's, there's still some good wide receivers left in the second round, man, like, uh... Yeah, just it, it kind of blew me away. I thought we were gonna get another weapon. I didn't expect, you know, a lineman. You had Pickens left. You had who, uh, uh, Christian. Uh, is it Watson? Watson left. You had. Yep, he was left. Wandale Robinson uh, Wandale. too. Yeah, yeah, it's what I'm saying. George like, Pickens. Uh, uh, just, man. Sky Moore was still there. Sky Moore it's, is still it, left. It yeah, me. so many players left. Yeah. yeah. I, I expected Wandale to go a little bit further too, but. I even would have picked him earlier than Cole Strange, man. You yeah. know, it, it kind of blew me away there. But if Bill Belichick sees a good lineman, uh, I'm going to take his word for it, man. I'm not Bill Belichick, so I'm going to take his word. Yeah. He's got some good guys out of the draft. I'm pretty sure he's drafted all of his O-linemen that are all from Yeah, he's, all right. he's proved people wrong before, so I wouldn't be surprised. What about you, Shaw? What's your reach? <laughs> so my reach is the guy who actually – already brought up it's actually going to be <laughs> wandale and robinson the uh, giant selection out of uh, kentucky they got him in the second round 43rd overall i expect him 
to go later. That's my problem. I didn't expect a Kentucky wide mm-hmm. receiver to get that much attention. And just seeing he actually got that for, I'd probably say, one productive season at Kentucky with a good quarterback in Will Levy's, yeah. or Levi's. I'm, I'm also um, surprised that the Giants... I, just, I, I expected, really. Yeah. So no, you're good. I, I interrupted you. I, I'm, I'm surprised that they started, or that they picked a, a wide receiver in the second. I don't blame them, honestly. Uh, he's got talent, but like I said, there's there's a lot more I would have expected the Giants to draft, so I'm right there with you. I, I didn't expect a wide receiver. I didn't expect it to be Wandale either out of uh, the second round that early. It could be to, uh, maybe a little uh, bit later in the second, or maybe third. Tony. But I just didn't see it coming. Yeah, that's a good point, Rob. Maybe, maybe That is a good point. a really good 40. Yeah, maybe. Rob said uh, – oh, go ahead, Rob. Yeah, maybe things aren't looking good with him. Just yeah, with Tony wanting to get out of there, might be they might be trying to get a replacement yeah, for yeah. him. Um, but, yeah, I don't know too much yeah. about Robinson. What about you, Rob? What's your reach? My reach was yeah, my reach was New Orleans going with uh, Lante Taylor mm. uh, in the second round, and I mean honestly just. I wanted to think Cole Strange, too. That just kind of seemed like the obvious pick, though. Um, just, uh, But, you know, it came down to... He was, like, ranked, I think, 109th or something like that, and he ended up yeah. being 49th overall. Just not good and picked him up easily. And Yeah, he's a good player, but he's a little, I think he's a little bit older uh, for a cornerback. I think he played, like... Yeah, I think he's a little older in... Yeah, I think he also might be our good return man, so maybe that's what they were looking at on the upside, just having yeah, that, could that be versatility. Much. All right, uh, let's let's move on to the steals of the draft. Uh, this one's gonna be a fun one. Um, Shaw, yes. you go first on this one. What's your steal? Okay, all right. So my steal, uh, probably one of my favorite players in the draft, actually, Kyle Hamilton. Okay. I went 14th overall. Um, easily a top five pick. Um, I think he's going to make Derwin James level impact in the Wow. He hits like a freaking truck. He plays zone. He's one of the smartest guys in zone. So I'm really excited to see what he does. It's almost like watching uh, Sean Taylor get picked yeah. out of like Miami. Yeah, I, I get those vibes too. The uh... – my coworker who I was with, uh, also he's a Ravens fan. He thinks he was really happy about that because he's like, we just got the next Ed Reed. Yeah, he's very he's very versatile. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's awesome. He seems like he's just a real smart player too. Yeah. Just like that's what a lot of the scouts I heard talking about was just how smart he was on defense and just having a guy out there who knows the game really well and knows what to run on defense and where to put guys. It's yeah, you can almost plug him in like pretty much yeah, wherever in the that's secondary. That's the best point, Rob, because... No, no, you're... you're that's exactly what I was going to say, Chip. Yeah. <laughs> I was building on what Rob was saying, <laughs> where he's so smart, Baltimore knows they can literally play him exactly how they played Ed Reed. You know, they can throw him up front, you know, get in the quarterback's face a little bit, make him a little scared, then drop off in coverage and play the best deep zone anybody's ever seen hawk the ball off i mean literally whenever the ball was hiked whenever ed reed was playing 
they uh they would literally yell, "Don't throw it! Don't throw it! Don't throw it!" <laughs> and uh, Kyle Hamilton was really really the same how he played in Notre Dame. I mean, he shut down wherever he was at on the field, and whenever the ball was caught, he made sure to light up whoever caught it. And uh, yeah, he played the run game well too. Good job doing that. Uh, he could have went further in the draft. Yeah, he really really should have been a top five pick. I see why he wasn't. This is just a it's really. He was early on in some of the earlier rankings coming out in, like, January. He was a top-five pick. I think they had him going to where Sauce went at the Jets. He was one of those... Yeah, honestly... Oh, no, he was one of those players I wish would have... You know, he fell to where the Eagles were. I mean, obviously, I'm in love with the Jordan Davis pick as well, but I would (laughs) have been perfectly happy with Kyle Hamilton, too. I think anybody would have been happy with Kyle Hamilton to be fair. Yeah, man. absolutely. Uh, he's he's just he's gonna light up whoever he sees in the NFL. I don't I don't I don't really see him getting ran over by anybody. Yeah. So if he does, I'll eat those words. But I'm excited. He's not to watch gonna him get play. turned around like uh, Earl Thomas was by Derrick Henry. Well, that's also in the twilight of his career. And <laughs> he hasn't Derek met the king Henry's yet. Prime. So like that's his. No, yeah, he, he didn't meet the king yet. Yeah, yeah. I was after, he, like, I'm pretty sure, like, what, two ACL surgeries? Yeah. And then, and then Derek Henry's stiff arm. Can't hit your break. Yeah. The mental injury. Yeah. Uh, now I'm pretty sure that's the one that's in my retirement. It's a career too. decision to text All right, Patrick. Patrick, uh, let's, let's hear your steal. Okay, I, I try not to be a homer with this, but I'm going to go with Nakobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia. He was I love this. third yeah. round, pick 83 to the Eagles. And this guy was it was PFS highest-rated linebacker coming out of college. He was the captain of the Georgia defense um, that won a national championship, one of the best defenses college football has ever seen, um, or at least in the mm-hmm. past, like, 10 years. Um, had some injury concerns, which dropped him way down. Um, I think earlier on, a lot of places had him going mid-first round, so around 15-ish. I mean, he easily could have been like there at 13 when the Eagles took Davis. So I think in it, to be able to get him a linebacker, um, the Eagles have had horrible issues with patchwork with linebackers and all that. Alex Singleton, you know, uh, they haven't had somebody in there since Jeremiah Trotter that is just commands the middle of the field like he does. Like he, N'Kobe yeah, yeah. Dean could. I agree. He was, yeah, I was, I, I was really like, just not sure where to go, uh, with the, uh, my steel pick N'Kobe Dean. And there was one other, uh, guy I was thinking of, uh, but I ultimately, I think I was a little too soon after the AJ trade. Uh, I was kind of very an- feeling very anti-Eagles at the moment, so I, I went with someone else. So, I see Rob, you go ahead and you go. That's, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you let me know, Rob, uh, what your steal is, because I feel like you and I have the same steal. Yep, yep. The steal, I think the steal of the entire draft was Malik Willis in the third round. Yes, sir. Our Tennessee Titans. Um, like, you know, I, just, I, I had him going to the Carolina Panthers early, early in the draft. So, 
Thank God that didn't happen because he's the quarterback I wanted most. Um, I think by far he's the most talented uh, among the quarterbacks this year. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. the most raw. So I think him getting a couple of years, uh, you know, with some really high level coaching and uh, just some some actual experience against you know playing actually for once against the best of the best, um, playing amongst his peer group finally will. Kind of give him some time to get his feet underneath him and learn the. You're gonna need a game, better OC in there for that. Yeah. He's really gonna excel. Yeah, I, t- I tell you what. Like, I think if they, the ideal situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. We. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> even ready to talk about the ideal situation here podcast, is if yeah. we don't even want we don't even want to get me started. The Todd Downing episode. Right, we'll have a Rob's rant uh, segment. A Todd Todd Downing focused. Um, the Todd yeah, Downing, that, we could say that but for my first the, round. I think Honestly, the ideal situation for Malik here would be to that, the ideal situation for Malik would be to demote Todd Downing back to QB coach and just have Tim Kelly be the play caller because Todd Downing is actually a fairly, <laughs> fairly good QB coach. He coached up Derek yeah. Carr. I mean, I think that's the play. That yeah, we he all was know the QB coach when Derek Carr was uh, like on the like on the rise, like his first couple of years in the league, and he had that like MVP level season. Yeah. Um, that he didn't win the MVP, but he was a candidate. Uh, so he just he needs he has, less he really responsibility. Todd Downing does, basically. Exactly, exactly. He needs a smaller stage. He needs exactly. to hide behind the big We all know what's man. gonna happen. We all know that Tim Kelly is about yeah. this midseason. It's just gonna be a, a quick shift, and yeah, I mean we know Malik right. Willis is not gonna play this year with Tannehill too. Yeah, uh, still on contract, so. I just think, you know, it's a steal at that point. We have no downside to mm-hmm. taking him third in the third round. Uh, just let him sit for a year, learn. Yeah, Malik was my guy too. Uh, spoiler alert, he was my steal. Uh, I just think he, he absolutely has the highest ceiling of any of these QBs in this draft. I like Ritter because I think Ritter was more pro-ready as far as decision-making. Because I think that's Malik's biggest... Uh, thing holding him back right now is he plays a lot of hero ball uh on the field and he yeah he definitely yeah, likes yeah. to hold on and to he's the ball. i think he's got like some yeah. footwork issues i was watching some sure. qb coaching like breakdowns he's got some footwork issues but the uncoachables are there you know he's got he's got the things you can't teach and i think he's got oh, he's yeah. got he's i mean got he's got michael vick he's got a michael vick ceiling you can't teach that. absolutely he's not there he's not michael vick don't hear what i'm not saying but Steve McNair. But it's there. I'm, I, you know what? I made it. I will go on record. Clip it. Okay. Um. <laughs> that, that's bold. I, I personally like the yeah. Steve McNair draw. Okay. Uh, that's the one I compared to. I see that most. for sure. So what I like most, and this is probably why it's the biggest steal out of the draft, or at least probably one of them, is the fact that he was – projected a top 10 pick and top 10 mm-hmm. picks make about 30 million dollars mm-hmm. um just just for reference you guys know how much a third round pick is gonna make this estimate oh it's over the course of their career five million oh, five million so, okay i was way that was <laughs> lowballing no 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 just that just that first no 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 just that first contract yeah just that first contract because mm-hmm. that's what everything's based yeah. off of you know so if he was a huh. first round pick a top 10 first round pick that's 30 million dollars easy where he's a quarterback huh. now he's looking at five million yeah and i mean that that's better and he than definitely Titans, has man. the talent that's oh, it's excellent. So financially yeah. y'all just got a stud for no exactly. and we yeah i mean that's it awesome. sucks we, we don't have aj we offloaded him yeah 
Well, this yeah, is one of those There's things, literally though, with no the Titans, downside, though. Like... It's like you've got a five-year window now yeah. with Malik Willis. You develop. Yeah, yeah, you either yeah. develop him, absolutely right. and you've got Derrick Henry's window, which is going to close. I mean, eventually. It might not. He is a freak of nature. But... I'm so scared. I feel like it's going to close after this year. Until you run him 200 times a damn game. Well, we also we yeah, have Hassan yeah, that'll, Haskins. Be, that'll be excellent because I was watching him. He's, he is a Derek. He is a Derek Henry light. Like his the way he runs and having a good plays. running back. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, since we lost Foreman too. Yeah. It's I agree. I have a surprise back. deal uh, for you guys, and it's Justin Ross, undrafted free agent to the Kansas City Chiefs. The dude, like he was supposed to be like a top like two rounds like pick just like like initially or at least like top three rounds and he went undrafted because of injury concern he was an but absolute beast at clemson he's he was unreal at clemson his for his his freshman year and then he had his surgery where he had a it was a congenital fusion in his spine mm-hmm. yeah congenital like fusion in his spine right? which sounds scary and, and in a way it is but He's completely medically cleared to play. He's 6'2". He's 205, last uh, measurement I saw. He's a route-running, like... He's he's very clean with his routes. And I think he's just going to be... Like, the speed could be better, but the lack of production that you see in his second and third year were due to... I mean, who was the quarterback at Clemson? Uh, DJ Angalale. Something like that. DJ Exactly. Exactly. The fact that it, the fact that it, you have to say like something like that means that you know he wasn't being consistent quarterback play, butchering his at name. The position. So, <laughs> talk about our boy Ukulele. Right, right. Now, really <laughs> go, Shaw. Apologize, <laughs> Mister Ukulele. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that he is a just highway robbery of a steal for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, if if the injury uh, is not a concern for him because he's he's a beast and and peop, and Derek Stingley went in the top three picks and he has the same kind of injury concern slash like decline in his production over three years so you know it's it, it's like what do you like what do you value in this player I, I, there might be things behind the scenes that I don't see as a uh, unqualified analyst but. Um, to me, that seems like a steal. Um, okay, let's move on real quick. Our way too early offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year picks. I'm gonna start off with Nick. Nick is not joining us. He is in Texas. Shout out Nick. Love you, man. Enjoy your time there. Say hi to Maddie for us. But his offensive rookie of the year pick is Traylon Burks. It's a great pick. He says. Uh, he loves Traylon Burks because he believes that he is the next A.J. Brown, uh, at least physically in the way he plays. He's obviously got to clean up his game a little bit, but he thinks that uh, one of the points he makes as Offensive Rookie of the Year is that he believes that uh, having Tannehill to throw the ball to him is better than having Goff, Wentz, and Mariota to throw him the ball to, or to throw him the ball. I think you know he's referring to Wilson, Garrett Wilson, and Jameson Williams and. Jahan Dotson, Drake London, those guys. So I think that's why he it, that sets him uh, apart. And as far as his defensive rookie of the year, Ahmad Gardner, uh, 
you know, he says, his quote here is, Sauce has it all. And that's true. He's a very complete cornerback. The physicals are off the charts. He's got he's a freaking a pterodactyl, you know, wingspan. Uh, so I really like those uh, picks for Nick. I think Ahmad Gardner is going to make an impact year one. But uh, what about you, Rob? Who's your offensive rookie there? I also have Burks, uh, pretty much for that same reason. Just like I was looking at uh, all the other teams and like their quarterback situations, and I really think Burks has the best situation going for him with Tannehill back there. Um, a lot of teams were not too sure if it's going to be a veteran or a rookie on, uh, like, where was it? Uh, like Ritter and uh, Mariota. I really don't know who's going to win that matchup. Um, yeah, I don't know. That one's going to be mm-hmm. pretty interesting. But, yeah, I think Burks is definitely going to get Rookie of the Year. Just fall into a team that really needs a big, big-bodied receiver like him to step yeah. up and as far yeah, as far as total snaps, I think he definitely yeah, inherits the biggest plays. role, uh, apart from maybe Drake London. He also just seems like yeah, like scheme wise, he's just falling into a perfect place. Like especially with AJ going, like he already has the shoes ready to fill. Like you know, he's going perfectly. And then that I guess you'd have was. Robert so. Woods over there at the spot that Julio Jones had. You know, almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which I think is the perfect spot for him. No, the one on the field Only when Julio was on, on the field. field. The Hopefully Robert Woods won't be in the medical tent. Yeah. That's where Julio spent most of his time last yeah. year, though. You're right, Rob. Um, but, uh, but yeah, what about your Terrible defensive fans. pick? Elf. <laughs> Shaw is a Julio defender, Elf a fans. Julio stan. <laughs> uh, defensive, I got yep. Hutchinson. Uh, I talk about Hutchinson. Just I think he is the most uh, pro-ready defensive player, uh, or at least defensive lineman to go to, and I think he's just going to eat on that Lions defensive yeah. line. So I agree. That's my pick. Uh, my defensive rookie of the year is is Ahmad uh, Ahmad Sauce Gardner too. I agree with Nick. I think that Ahmad is just I think he's just an incredible like athlete. He's also pretty, you know, he's he's pretty smart uh, as far as his reads go. He plays a lot of, he, he plays some of the best press coverage that has come out of college in a very, very long time. I think he's, he needs to brush up on his, uh, his zone schemes, you know, and understanding those. And uh, I think he might get beat uh, a few times by some of the more physical, you know, some of the bigger wide receivers, like I mean, the A.J. Browns. Uh, you know, the Julio Joneses uh, 10 years ago. Um, just players like that who I think that just might be able to help muscle him off the gate because he's doesn't he might not have his big man strength yet. But All right, so my offensive rookie of the year is Drake for London reason. for a lot of the same reasons, uh, Rob, that you picked uh, Traylon Burks. I think he's going to inherit a huge role. On that offense, and I know you know Shaw. You are a Mariota stan as well, so I know you're gonna think this is heresy, but I think that yes. I think Ritter, I think Ritter will be the quarterback there 
uh, before the season is over. So I think that, I, I honestly think that, and and to me, Ritter, greater sign Mario, Marcus Mariota in some ways, but who knows? I, I just think that no matter who's throwing him the ball, I think Drake London's going to be, uh, he's going to be good because he is the king. He's the king of the 50-50 ball for this for this draft, and he wasn't playing the best players, like the best cornerbacks when he was there. Uh, but, you know, let me see. Where did I put this? Uh, I had the stat. Yeah, I think he won like 67%. Oh no, he had he had a sixty seven percent contested catch rate, That's which is pretty good. excellent. Yeah, it, it very good. So his he'll be an excellent red zone threat. I know he definitely uh, yeah. played against Washington. And, and I think that Trent McDuffie. So yeah, I guess right. And I th- and I think having Kyle Pitts there too is just a good balance of you know drawing the defense off of him a little bit, but also it's not having to compete for too many targets. So. Um, that is that's why he's my pick. What about you, Shaw? And imagine and imagine when they have Calvin Ridley <laughs> when he's not betting on games. It was only fifteen hundred. He doesn't have like not problem. Gonna, no offenses yeah, if you can think yeah. about it. I don't no, I don't think You don't so. think so? You don't think so? I think he's so. suspended for the whole season. He's not gonna be he's suspended for the whole season, right? For twenty twenty two. Boy, betting on games, yep. getting rich while you're already rich. Um, throw in, throw him in with it is a lo- London, it's Kyle a lifestyle. Pitts, uh, and we're gonna, you know, have... have to start talking about it on this. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'm trying to think about though is, um, who do they have at halfback? Like they don't have like. Oh yeah, the, uh, by the way, uh, Mike Davis. Right? That was another news and notes. They drafted Tyler got... Algier. Mike Davis. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did draft See, Tyler Algier, who I, I think is him, is is fairly. So. He's a pretty good running back, but he out of um, BYU. He, he's okay. he's pretty good, but he's not. I, I think yeah. he's got a, his ceiling is not quite there like it would be for the Kenneth Walkers. So yeah, I, I don't know much about yeah. him, but I mean I do know Cordell Patterson. Uh, nobody even mentioned him. Like we're talking about the Falcons' offense. Cordell Patterson is the Falcons' True. offense, or at least he was mm-hmm. last year. You mm-hmm. know? You're right. They just re-signed him for a big contract. I think it's the first time Cordell Patterson ever went to a second team. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's going to be a lethal weapon in Atlanta. So whenever you pair Drake London with Cordell Patterson, who's a wide receiver, and he's he's a he's a what's it called? Uh, half uh, wide back. Yeah, Something like that. that. Term for it. He's a wide yeah. scout. No, it's the term, man. It's the Debo yeah, term. Back. It's called wide back, dog. You playing a wide receiver and halfback at the same time? That's wide back, dog. Mm-hmm. And whenever you have that speed that you can just put on the line, put behind the line, and you, like I said, we were talking about earlier, making the defense box up or spread out. I mean, that's that's a game breaker in the NFL. Like that's a Super Bowl winning offense right there. Whenever you can make a defense do that by just changing the guy's position. So what you're and you throw in Drake London out there on the outside. With so you're speed, saying Kyle the Falcons the will win the Super you're, Bowl? You're telling me Atlanta's. <laughs> Going to the Super Bowl. Jesus Christ, no, to, to man. lose. Jesus Christ, give him Calvin Ridley. Let let Calvin come back at least. And I mean, hell, I mean that's that's a Super Bowl winning team right yeah. there. Yeah, having Cordell Patterson will absolutely help Ritter um, too to get to get him going. You know, with those those checkdowns, uh, like sort of that safety blanket for Ritter. Man, guy played with Tom Brady. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Checkdown king. Am I right? Played with Tom, man. That's magical. That's magic right there. Yeah. Um. Let's see. But, yeah, uh, Shaw, what is your uh, 
Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Man, I'm just going to go with everybody on this one. It's, I just think it's obvious, man. Hutchison's that dude. And he's that kneecap biting guy <laughs> who just fits in perfectly in Detroit. He's he's gonna get him some kneecaps, man. He's gonna get him some sacks too while he's at it. Pause. And uh, yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna like, do great things, man. Like uh, he's he is everything you want in a defensive lineman. Yeah, everything. And uh, he's gonna wreak havoc. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna get that defensive player of the year pretty easily because you have to do like you have to do an immaculate job to get at his corner. He's extremely as yeah. defensive end, you just have to like literally just go maniac mode just for a little bit. This is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's definitely the most complete. But uh, yeah. Um. But yeah. What about your offensive rookie of the year? Yeah, he he's a, he's a monster. What's the uh, record know. for most sacks by a rookie? Uh, that's a good question. I bet JJ Watts got that. I bet he's got that. Um. Or at least hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. I'm looking it up right um, now. Fourteen and a half sacks. Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Mr. Glass. Hey, guess Michael who it was? Clark. Patrick, don't oh. say it. That's oh, no. It was Javon Curse. Javon Curse. <laughs> Javon the Freak. Who was it? My who bad. It? I didn't know it was going to be the surprise <laughs> trivia question. Yeah, it was. The Freak. It was Javon what? Curse. Really? Four and a half sacks for a rookie. That's oh, we were looking awesome. about. Crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so he could. Yeah. Hutchison could break that. Easy, man. Yeah, like, I see that. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, for offense, though, for uh, offensive player of the year, man, a system that's better than Atlanta right now, just complete. Uh, they have Deontay <coughs> Johnson, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, Kenny Pickett. Man. Mm-hmm. That boy, that, that boy gonna. That was my backup. Really, man, Burks. Kenny Pickett. He's just he's got it, bro. Yeah, he just yeah, like you said, he's he's just falling into like a good system that seems pretty much it's ready just, to go. It's gonna revolve as as quarterbacks. I love Kenny Pickett here. Yeah, he has he has the O yeah, line. Sure. He has a Pouncy brother, so if he gets into a fight, I mean Pouncy's gonna murder anybody near him in a five foot radius. <laughs> Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, literally Najee freaking Harris, man. I as a Patriots fan, I kinda cried when we took Mac Jones over Najee Harris because mm-hmm. I just I hold that respect for him as a halfback um whenever you pair him with pickett who uh coined the fake slide in college and literally changed the game as we know <laughs> well they changed the rule right away um, but yeah whenever you pair him yeah yeah he changed the game forever yeah kenny pickett the legend um so whenever you pair him <laughs> together with Najee harris and literally two freaks at wide receiver <laughs> i'm pretty sure they got another one george too, right? pickens they got a really good wide receiver too they got george receiver. pickens yeah yeah, Huge. yeah, they got a really good receiver. So, um, I'd be mortified if I was uh, a defense trying to plot against that. Now, who knows? Kenny, Kenny Pickett could just blow it. Could absolutely blow it. But I see him being the offensive rookie of the year just because he is probably one of the most set-up rookies to succeed. Because that defense literally has T.J. Watt on the other end. It doesn't matter about anybody else. Um it's just, man, it's hard to lose. Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick, that defense is going to give him the ball so many times. Cam Hayward's still on the team. Uh, and, his, and his cousin's on the team, or his brother. So there's The Steelers have four brothers, four sets yeah, of Yeah, they have four freaking brothers, man. Think about how tight that team's going <laughs> to be. Ain't nobody ain't nobody going to get an easy dub on that team. So I just I just see that being Kenny Pickett 100%, 100% man. Yeah. 
I just he's so set up. He's just got the complete team right now. Pickett's got a great deep ball, and I think that's that was the aspect of that Steelers offense that was so lacking. Uh, last year. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, basically Big Ben, but like he can move. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not as big. <laughs> big Ben, <laughs> but he's big. faster than like a koala bear. Koala bears are pretty fast, so, don't And he's a lot. He can fake it, too. Are they, are they I don't, I've never seen a koala bear do a, do a 40 or anything like that, so I, I, I don't think they're that fast. But you fast. can knock a koala bear down easily, so, you know, unlike Big Ben. I've seen koala bear trying to, like, I've seen a koala bear across the road, um, and I, he was not moving that fast, but I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I've also never seen a koala bear throw, like, a spiral. But I'm assuming it was probably better. They are than pretty Big slow, Bins. don't they? Like die in forest fires. Well, because that's they because the forest fire is pretty intense. Yeah. Don't they like die in forest fires because they can't? It's, they're, like, it's an can't intense forest fire. Enough. I mean, yeah. you, you, they just panic. Koala bears are just catching strays for no reason right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just thought that apparently, they were you know, I say for no reason. Apparently, that's koala bears are just mean. Apparently, they're comparison. mean as. Why, why are we still on? This is a horrible comparison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Why are we talking? About I was, com- I was comparing the speed, like, like. Come on, come on, uh, man. Big, Let's talk about wide receivers. You're, yeah, you're right. Um, rookie wide receiver <laughs> fantasy futures. No, whoa, 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 whoa. This whoa. is a juicy topic. We, uh, we forgot me. Forget the Eagles fan on here. Oh, 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 oh. You're right, because Patrick oh, has a... I, I, Patrick I has a very interesting offensive rookie of the year pick. Looking at here. Let, me, let me hear that. Okay, so defensive rookie of the year is... It's Hutchinson. I mean, he's going to be a highly motivated guy. This is the perfect player-coach combo, too. They're going to you know, go to pancake breakfasts together and everything. They're going to, you know, dream about, you know, sacking a quarterback. And he's going to do it because (laughs) um, I think Detroit's going to be one of the better teams in that division. They're going to be better than the Bears and the Vikings, honestly. Um, Yeah, yeah, no, I... Jesus! They'll be better than the Bears, for sure. No, they might still even be better than the Vikings. They'll be close to the Vikings, but, I mean, he's going to get to the quarterback. There's just no way... He's not. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year. So I, I took kind of a little bit of a flyer on this one. Um, and this might be a little bit of a plug because uh, uh, my wife's family, they're all uh, Michigan fans, but they're all Western Michigan fans too. So I went with Sky Moore, mm. uh, wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs now. Uh, it's a small school, but... He only had a 3.3% drop rate in college. He can line up just about anywhere, and he was no other receiver in this class posted a higher uh, yards per route run on the routes that the NFL utilizes the most. 62% of his routes are coming from the outside. Interesting. You know, this is PFF, you know, stats and all really? that. Yeah. So no other wide receiver in this class posted a higher yards per route run 4.42 um on those routes and he doesn't he project to be more of a slot guy though challenge for that top three spot in a chiefs offense he's got the best quarterback of any of these receivers because patrick mahomes is still the best quarterback there is in the league right now um 
<laughs> you know Tom Brady. You know Tom Brady, unretired Patrick, right? Okay. <laughs> At worst, Mahomes is the second best. <laughs> no, Mahomes. No. I kind of agree with the Mahomes one, but still boo. Let me have it. Let me have it. I was born boo. in the booze. I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> We're boo birds. All right. So, anyway. Right. You're anyway. right. Sky Moore, <laughs> he's just going to come into the best offensive scheme. You know, it's just a fantastic landing spot for him. I wouldn't say that about him if he didn't go to Kansas City. This is so, a lot of this is because he's in Kansas City. You know, I know they spread the ball out, but Juju Smith Schuster, I think he's still going to be on the decline a little bit. I really do. And uh, okay. Marquez Valdez Scantling, right. I mean, you don't think, he's solid. You think Josh but, Gordon? More can line up anywhere. Dude, he is... Marcos Valding Scaling is... Dude, like, the, he, he's fast. You're And, and Shaw has... T- you've talked about it before, how, how fast Marcos Valding Scaling is. And you're right. But, dude, he's... You know, he's like the... He's like the LaCroix, like, uh, Tyree yeah. Kill. Like, he's, he's like hints, hints of Tyree Kill, like, in his, <laughs> his game. Like... You know, you taste it. It's are, it's just barely there. You're not calling him Lacroix. I'm Brent. calling him the sparkly drink version of Tyree Kill. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I will kick you in your if, feet. If if Tyree Kill is if Ty, if Tyree Kill is, is like Orange Crush, no. then Marquez Valdez Scantling is like okay. Pamplemousse okay. Lacroix. Like it's it's like the it's yeah. like well, you know, barely there. Marquez Valdez tastes Valdez like water, but I see where they were trying to do. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm making this point right now. No, Tyreek Hill is not even five foot ten. Marquez is six foot four. Okay, okay, they're fast. They're both really fast. Yeah, man. but they're both really fast. Shaw, one six foot four Shaw, on a team. The other that is was not begging. The In Packers story. were begging for a number two option, and begging. he never eclipsed a one five zero on a yards per route run. No. Okay. Do you understand what this team's gonna look like? This. Uh, listen. I don't like Kansas City. Not a big fan. Not gonna cheer for him. But the amount of receivers they have is terrifying. The amount of speed they have makes me want to cry at night, because they're just absolutely stacked. And as you're talking about having their brand new rookie wide receiver go for the offensive rookie of the year, I can understand. But uh, that whole receiving corpse is going to be MVP. Yeah. So I don't know I if he's he going to like stand but out alone. That's you know, you know me taking a flyer uh, on that one a little bit. It's just, but yeah, yeah, they have four. And stars he's going to be, and he's so, going to be the second that, best. That, that's of bad them. for he's the league. He's going to come in already as maybe second best. So Marquez kept up with uh, Devontae Adams. I, I don't so, think he kept up with kind of crack much. you smoking, but it ain't no. a good kind. Alan Lazard, greater sign, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Lazard got better plays than, you know, Am I he got wrong? more touchdowns. I'm almost positive that Lazard got more touchdowns than yes, MVS. He did. Randall Cobb, greater sign. MVS Marquez is Valdez six Scantling. foot four and the speed of a track star god. I don't want to hear it. So did John Ross. And he's got good hands, too. <laughs> Shut up. John Ross didn't have good hands. Shut up. <laughs> all right, all right. We got to move on. Yeah, we got we got to move on. MVS um, dog. Rookie wide receiver fantasy futures. Okay, we're gonna go through our top six uh, wide receivers 
uh, rookie wide receivers for fantasy redraft, uh, and we play PPR uh, in uh, among us. So that's that's kind of what we're uh, thinking of. Although this would, this would probably apply to half point PPR as well. Um, but I'll kick it off. We'll kind of just go through it and each say our number one pick, and then kind of go back from there. Um, but my number one is Drake London, uh, and for some of the a lot of the same reasons I said he's the offensive rookie of the year. I think he has. Like him and Traylon have the most opportunity uh, and the most vacated targets uh, that will be now coming to them. And I know that Atlanta will probably be a little more of a run-heavy scheme because that's what Arthur Smith likes to do. But Drake London, he's just so he's such a good red zone threat, and that's what really put him over the edge uh, for me. His contested catch rate, his you know his fifty-fifty ball ability, and his his route running is clean as well. So. I think that uh, whether it's Mariota or Ritter throwing him the ball, I think that he is going to be the uh, – I think he should be the 101 in in dynasty drafts. But I think he's definitely the uh, the best rookie wide receiver for redraft this year. Uh, what, about, what about you, Patrick? You're number one. My number one, uh, so I have uh... – Sky Moore for also the other obvious reasons, you know, that I said before. But I have Traylon mm. Burks at uh, two just because, like you said, he's stepping into a role that is already defined. He's just, you know, different shoes in that role um, as well. So that was actually close. That was close okay. for me. Yeah. What about you, Rob? Uh, I got Traylon Burks as number one, just because, like you guys have all said, uh, just situation-wise with Tannehill uh, and the open spot that A.J. Brown left that just sets him up, I think, uh, throughout the season. Yeah. And it's, like, just the the best to s- succeed immediately. Like, like you guys were saying with Drake London, I think he would be good once, but like, we don't know who, which quarterback is going to be starting right now, so... And neither one of those quarterbacks has been with that team before, so it's just going to take them a little bit of time to kind of get established and work more with the receivers and get to know them. But I just yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I'm watching the Google Doc. Be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the Google Doc, and I'm watching Shaw furiously changing his his uh, rank or <laughs> his rankings <laughs> right now. Don't you judge me. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Rob. It was just cracking me up. We have a Google Docs uh, that we're all looking at here with our picks, and Shaw's like cursors moving all over the board. Yeah, Shaw. Um, I I got a Tilting. question for you, Shaw. So you have uh, so What's when your rookie wide receiver fantasy futures, you have Jameson Williams as last on on that. We rank the top six. Yep. He's last. Is that yep. an injury concern? Like yep. he's just gonna miss. Can't have nothing to Detroit. So this is Can't just, you know, predestined to fail because he's in Detroit. I'm just telling you right Two now. Words. I just Jared watch the Goff. film. I guarantee it in about one year. Now, don't get me wrong. If he's Randy Moss in it and I just look really stupid, okay. I, I will totally hats off to that guy. Good job. You did something nobody's ever done in the history of Detroit other than Calvin Johnson. I mean, I really like what I don't Detroit think he went did to the playoffs. Draft, so. Um, Hey man, listen. Like you could, you could have a literally not even a metaphor. You could have a Calvin Johnson and not win a playoff game. So 
uh, fantasy. Uh, hope he does great. He could be a Calvin Johnson. He could be my number one guy. But uh, right now, I'm just... Uh, I don't know about that QB, man. I don't know. I don't know about the QB. I don't know what's going to happen in Detroit. I don't know how it's going to roll. But I'm going to tell you right now, uh, my boy Thornton up in New England, I got him above above uh, Williams in Detroit. Because wow. I know he's going to be a speedster. I know he's wow. going to be one of the main guys Mac looks at. Yeah. I mean, I I'll only say one thing off. to that, and that's and Amon Ross St. Things. Brown. Okay? That's the only thing I'll say to that. That's my only rebuttal. No. Yeah. My number two is Traylon Burks. My number three is James and Williams. Four, Jahan Dotson. Five, Chris Olave. Six, Garrett Wilson. I have Garrett Wilson last. And I've seen Garrett Wilson going, uh, like, first and second, like, at in other people's rankings, like their, their rookie wide receiver fantasy rankings. And it doesn't make sense because I just don't think the targets are going to be there. I think he's going to be in there with Elijah Moore, with... Uh, Corey Davis with you know uh, what's his name Michael Carter out of the backfield Denzel Mims potentially and then you got Zach Wilson throwing the football so I'm still not really a believer in Zach Wilson at the moment and I don't think that Wilson will be able to carve out the role like everyone thinks he will I think Garrett Wilson makes the Jets much better but I don't think he's I I don't think he's going to be that great for fantasy. So I'll add on to that and also say that when they drafted Brees uh, Hall, that also is another target that you're going to have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, Shaw, you have Traylon Brooks down at number five, and you have Garrett Wilson up at number two. Why do you, th- why do you have Traylon so low? So the thing is, we don't know what Burks is going to do yet. Like, I, I know how star-studded he is coming out of college. I know he's fast. I know he has great hands. I know he runs every route almost immaculately. But, man, it's just, we just saw Julio Jones there, and he was lackluster to the point where Titans fans are talking negatively on probably the greatest wide receiver of our generation right now, next to uh, Mm. Calvin Johnson, you know? Uh, at least it just uh, the last decade it goes to Julio. I don't care, man. Like uh, even with you guys, mm. even as a Titans, like I you realize Michael Thomas is the uh, guy was still making insane sideline catches whenever he wasn't in the medical tent, as you guys were saying. Oh no, I loved him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When he was like, on the field, he that did was great. The problem he was is he was not on the field a lot. And that, that's another thing too is he wasn't exactly healthy coming to the titans you know he wasn't in his best shape you know he, he right just came yeah we were injury. getting him at the tail end of his career too yeah and... so he's already in a negative spot but the guy was has still explosive man like he was still explosive still faster than a lot of dbs and uh hey i still think that he got a touchdown against the seahawks and they it, totally well, robbed did. us of that so, I do too. here's yeah. the thing with burks i i would totally agree i would totally agree this guy's gonna go off if you guys had aj brown but as of right now, who's your guys' number one? Right now? Who's your number one oh, tight end? Oh, tight end? Who's your number one anything that's in the passing game? Yeah, Robert, Robert Woods, Woods. I guess. Yeah, Robert like freaking Woods. Woods. Robert freaking Woods. That's a, that's a good number two guy. Don't get me wrong. That's I love true. Woods. But, like, the thing is, Burks <laughs> yeah, can get... Shut sure, out, he's right. never had to be the guy. Put on, put on some shutdown DBs on him. 
Put a shutdown DB on him. Put a safety over top him. I don't know. He could he could totally shut me up and Jamar chase it, you know, and just go yeah. deep. Yeah, I think that if they do that, then they're guys. just going to start using him how San Francisco's been using Debo because that's exactly what they did at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. They just... That's some wishful thinking, man, because they didn't do that with Julio. I mean, he was like and a that, third, fourth yeah. look on some of Tannehill's passes. I was literally standing there on the corner of the sideline. I'm in A.J. Brown's last touchdown, but in all of this while I'm sitting here watching on the sideline, I watched Julio Jones get looked off in the middle of his route like two, three times. It was like some Odell Beckham stuff, like straight out of Cleveland, man. If Julio was the fourth look, if Julio was the fourth look, if Julio was the fourth look on any, like, like play, like read, if he's the fourth read, that is a Todd Downing problem. Absolutely. That is not, that is not a Titans uh, offense. And how many times was Tannehill getting to his fourth read? Well, here's the thing. You don't know if he's the fourth I don't know if he's the fourth look. Literally, nobody knows except Tulio Jones and Ryan Tannehill and whoever the heck called mm-hmm. the play. You know, nobody knows yeah. that, and probably the players you know the play. But um, <laughs> to be fair, yeah, it just he wasn't a star-studded guy in that offense for some reason. Even whenever he was on the field, like I was, I literally watched it. So I'm not gonna, you know, uh, sit here and say that uh, he they tried to use him to his max. Mm-hmm. They didn't, and I just don't mm-hmm. see him doing is great in a situation especially whenever it's Burks now because they're not gonna yeah. hopefully they change their mind entirely and they scheme around Burks and they try to get him open but with Julio they like just run simple routes like they wouldn't even let him like annihilate on the outside which he's done his whole career you know like I'm pretty sure yeah. there's a video of him teabagging Luke Keekley deep on the left <laughs> side of the field that boy never went over there Julio Jones ran like one crosser route one in route one mm-hmm. slant, mm-hmm. and it's like all you got to do is just have a fast guy, just keep up with him, and he shut down. He didn't let yeah. him do a whip route to the outside. He didn't let him do a post off or anything. He just literally said, "All right, Julio, you not open on the slant. All right, you're not getting the ball." Shaw, have you <laughs> watched any? Uh, have you watched any Kyle Phillips tape? The wide, wide receiver Phillips? out of uh, UCLA that the Titans got in, a, no. in the fifth round. Some people are calling it the steal of the draft. Really. Yeah, no, look, look him up. Kyle Phillips. Yeah. He's not remembering his first name. Yeah, that tight end we got. Yeah. UCLA? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. UCLA. No, yeah, he is. Yeah, he he's excellent. He he's very very good. Like God, Adam Humphreys. Dang, he's fast. Type of yeah. No, he's he's zippy. Um, he's got really short arms. I think Ooh. that was something that was against him, but. I think that he'll be a really good compliment there uh, with Robert Woods and, and company, Traylon. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. Any other thoughts, guys, about uh, our Wookiee Wookie, Wookie rankings? Uh, rookie wide receiver, <laughs> yeah. receiver rankings. Um, yeah, I had uh, uh, Jamison Williams at uh, third, um, right behind Burks there. Um, I have Alave at fourth. Um, I have him above Garrett Wilson and uh, then Christian Watson just because of the uh, offensive situation he's going to go into. I just believe that, um, you know, Saints, you know, they're just going to scheme a lot better for him. And he's a little bit more of a com- – yeah. I think he's – I think he's the most complete, one of the more complete wide receivers. I mean, I think he's uh, – no, no uh, Chris Olave. Olave, I think, I think Olave okay, and Wilson okay. were the most complete wide receivers coming into this. You know, 
I would agree you know, with that. Doesn't mean that they're going to be yeah. the best. Rookie. I would agree. Besides, I think I think Drake London was. He's pretty he's, complete, but yeah. yeah, I agree that those guys are in the yeah. top three. But uh, and then I have uh, Watson at six, just because Absolutely. I, I don't know what uh, the Packers are going to do, scheme around, everything. It's just hard. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers might retire. We literally have no idea. I didn't get to point it out, me, though, it with um, my top six, but um, yeah. I want Thornton, man. I, I just... Yeah, you got him at four. The New England Patriots offense, mm. I think it's... Man. I think it's going to be something beautiful. Getting to watch him go on deep routes, Mac Jones. Because, I mean, the thing is, is like uh, last season, we had Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne's yeah, awesome, he's not bring a number up. one guy. We ran him last season... Like, he was the number one guy, and we gave uh, mm-hmm. Matt Jones a quarterback, a former quarterback, who never could catch a touchdown to save his life. Mm. And he finally got one. He also threw one. Huh. But my point is, they're finally giving Matt Jones some weapons. And Thornton is probably, I'd say, one of the fastest guys in the draft. Not even at the wide receiver position, but one of the fastest guys in the draft. Yeah. And uh, whenever you Didn't have he have the best combine time? Uh, DBs and... Yeah, he, he did. did. He was the one. I'm pretty sure Thornton was the one that broke it, but then they like did the official. I time. thought he had, he had the best time from this Baylor year. This year. Yeah, of course. But I mean, like of this year, like he's the guy who technically broke the record, but didn't break the record because they were like, "Oh yeah, crap, yeah. the official time is wrong." So Shaw, who who is the wide receiver one in, in New England? Then is it Parker? Oh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. There's uh, a yeah. that New England offense. That's the whole reason why I wanted to bring it up is just because uh, with the addition of Thornton, man, that's basically like adding Tyree Kill to the offense, right? At least even just say watered down Tyree Kill, you know. Hang on, hang on. Tyquan Thornton equals sign Tyree Kill to you. Think about it. Can you think about it? It's I think about it. That's this this a fair I'm thinking about the guys. It lightning fast he's not built like a greek god i'm thinking about it i don't know if i'm agreeing with it but i'm thinking about it. his speed is ridiculous bro i don't care say what you want that dude is ridiculous right. when it comes to running <laughs> no, i'm not oh, you're right to no, keep he, up with him he's fast i mean i he's see yeah, yeah, John John fast. Fast. I mean, yeah i see the comp- i see the comparison boys yeah. I-, I need y'all to understand this no i need y'all to understand this like uh the new england patriots halfback core is Pretty deep. Like oh my god! Bill Belichick always has a rotation going. He always does. So, whenever you add on Devontae Parker, whenever you add on Thornton, whenever you have uh, Kendrick Bourne, uh, who's your guys' tight ends that we stole? John uh, we have Smith. Hunter Henry and the guy from Tennessee, John U. Smith. So, whenever you have a team that can just kill you up the middle with literally two different tight ends can kill you on the outside with two different wide receivers and have about three to four mate well we lost Bolden or I'd say five but three to four halfbacks that can like consistently always do a good job on you it's sad man like that chip that's a good team right there and the O-line is still holding up man and plus we got a guy Cole Strange baby uh, reach he ain't gonna get bullied but uh reach for a guy but, uh, but you got him get him Rob are you sure that your uh, beef is with yeah. me and not with Shaw for stealing you know your tight ends you know just and also just being a patron oh I thought you were talking about AJ you know? still uh yeah I yeah, mean used him anyway, that's last year we lost Johnny so yeah I'm over it 
Yeah. It's the roller coaster yeah, of being a Titans about. fan. We have to but learn yeah. to forget quickly. Well. Yeah. You get Julio Jones one season. Wait, we've had, what, three back-to-back seasons? Hey, um, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what happens sad, when you, uh, you know, stick that, with that, the team that's where you're born that's and you don't just pick the best team in the it? NFL. Hey, man, I didn't do that. <laughs> All right, all right. We got to wrap things up here uh, <laughs> real quick. Is, any, is there anything else that we didn't cover? So at least wide receiver one, A.J. Brown. Titans still suck. Titans always going to suck. Sometimes Patrick, if you buy an A.J. Brown jersey, I am He's gonna wear 11, shunning so you I'll just, for the rest no, of this football I, season. I never bought a Wentz jersey. I was going to buy a Wentz jersey <laughs> if man. he had won the Super Bowl, but... I, I said, it's like, look, I'll buy an Eagles jersey <laughs> for the quarterback that wins the Super Bowl. If they win the Super Bowl. So, but then Nick Foles won the yeah. Super Bowl. So, I bought a Foles jersey. So, yeah. Smart man. Of course he did. But, no, uh, I'm not going to. All right. Sounds I might good. buy some A.J. Brown swag. <laughs> <laughs> then we're not talking. But uh, that's okay. That's okay. All right, uh, we got to close it out here. Patrick, do you have a trivia question for us? Uh, yes. So in 1943, in the 1943 season, what two teams combined due to the lack of players Steagles. missing for uh, World War II service? Okay, this isn't Steagles, fair because you were there. Steagles, um, Eagles. Steelers, Eagles, Eagles. This is true. That's right. Steelers, Eagles. The Steagles. Steagles, baby. Steelers, Eagles. They were not. The Steagles. Um, yes, yes. It was the Steelers, The Eagles. unofficial Steagles. They were never registered. Huh. It was never registered by the NFL, the Steagles name. It was actually it's just the Phil Pitt Combine. Uh, but they, uh enduring moniker is the Steagles. Here's another one. They played 10 games. What do you Shot. think their record yeah. was? 10 games. What do you think their record was? Oh, oh, and ten. Shaw, you're the closest. Uh, they were five, four, and one. They placed third. Hey, they placed third in the NFL Eastern <laughs> Conference. You know that's what it was back in the day, the Eastern that's Conference. Interesting. But yep, the yeah, the they weren't the only. World War Two. Fun fact: they weren't the only. Yes, yes, there was uh, 1944. There were uh, two other teams that combined. The Steelers combined with what other team in 1944? Jesus. Jesus, they're desperate. Uh, Someone's got to be close. Yeah, so right? this team so has actually been Colts? relocated I don't know. a couple of times. Oh, Baltimore Colts, got to be. You're close. It was really? the Chicago Cardinals. I have no clue. The Dang, Cardinals. They were from Chicago originally. Oh. Then they went to St. Louis, and they were the St. Louis Cardinals. And now they're out in Arizona, and they have Kryler Murray. So there you go. All right. It's been a long one. All right, y'all. We, we got to close this out. Um, but, uh, thanks for listening, guys. It's been a long one. Uh, hopefully you all had a good time with us. Uh had to, as a good juicy episode great eagles titans drama sprinkling a little patriots 
uh, in there. But uh, make sure you tune in next week. We got post draft biggest gainers and losers. We got rookie running back fantasy futures. So this should be fun. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you follow us on our socials at fourth uh, and four. Uh, that's fourth uh, period and period four on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you later.